The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the ECU Baseball Players Lounge Edition. On today's episode, we will talk to Zach Agnos, pitcher CJ Mayhew, shortstop writer Giles, and outfielder Bryson Worrell. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. Joining us first inside the Players Lounge, East Carolina pitcher CJ Mayhew is here. CJ, welcome back. How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? Doing good. Good week for you. Two appearances and two wins uh, uh, in the games you pitched in, including the victory over Campbell. And uh, we'll start there, CJ. You go three innings, three strikeouts, uh, one hit, and that one hit was a home run, I believe. Uh, <laughs> but you get the win, and you get it on 38 pitches. So three strong innings midweek. Uh, how'd you feel about Tuesday's performance? Oh, I felt great. Uh, just coming into the game, I just want to give us a – like kind of hold the score there, give us a chance to win, and uh, – I mean, I knew our offense would wake up, and I mean, they did their job. So they did, and had uh, that big fifth inning. We'll talk about that with Ryder Giles, who had a three-hit performance on Tuesday. CJ, when you give up a home run, sometimes we forget that. Oh yeah, those other guys you're pitching to, they practice. They're pretty good too, right? <laughs> sometimes it's a mistake. Sometimes a guy just hit a good pitch. In that particular case, what 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 happened on the dinger? Uh, I'd say it's a mistake. Right. Uh, it, I. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was a fastball, and I think I was supposed to go a little bit away, and I just left it right down the middle. <laughs> what percentage would you say of home runs allowed for you specifically? Like, are there any that say, you know what, that guy got me? Or do you look back at them all and say, that was on me? I, you know, what's yeah, the, the yeah. ratio of that? Uh, most of them's uh, my fault. But, right. uh, I mean, I had one one case. I threw, a good, I threw a good slaughter last year, and it was down and in, and the dude just – I think it was playing Georgia Southern and dude just golfed it out. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Tip of the cap, those kinds of things. Uh, CJ against North Carolina, two thirds of an inning, one strikeout, allow one hit, uh, one walk on 20 pitches. I, I think it's great to see for the team, for the fans, for observers like us that if CJ Mayhew's not going to close it out, hey, he's got somebody to get his back. And, and Skylar Brooks was that guy. Mm-hmm last night so cj more times than not you're gonna go out there close the deal yourself but if you can't or if we need another Skylar brooks showed last night he could be that guy. oh yeah yeah um uh the pitching staff we always talk about just passing the baton and um you know i when spivey gave me the ball it was my job to get out of that inning and then um and when i gave sky the ball I, I had full confidence in him that uh he was going to get out of that inning. What a performance by Spivey yesterday as he goes. Uh, the longest we've seen him this year, maybe in his ECU career. And uh, that had to fire you guys up yesterday. Yeah, that, that, that was uh, that was a pretty incredible performance. Uh, I was in the bullpen for most of the time. And I was getting up and I, I was getting warm. But I was just watching him pitch. I was like, yeah, there's, there's no way this guy's coming out. Uh, no, nah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, he gave, I heard the post game last night, he gave a lot of credit to AK's plan, uh, Austin Knight's plan. So uh, get into that a little bit, CJ. What, what is Austin Knight doing uh, pregame with you guys or, or while, right before you go into pitch to let you know uh, about the batters coming up? Um, pregame, uh, we, I mean, we talk, we talk uh, just a little bit about the, um, the offense we're playing, but it's mostly he just gets us fired up and, um, 
you know, gets us in the right mindset and makes us all believe that we're better better than anybody else who steps on that field. And it's on you to go out there and execute that plan, and uh, you were able to do that this week. How about salvaging that series Sunday, CJ? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I try not to read too much into body language because I feel like some teams are like super amped up and they can lose a game, and some teams don't have that energy and can win a game. But I did notice like pregame, I don't know, taking infield. Uh, there, there seemed like there was a pep in the step. Uh, were you guys fired up to get back home and uh, get that win yesterday? Yeah, uh, we was – I mean, it was really fired up. And um, I think before the game, we was just talking like, you know, we, we're not going to let them come on our home turf and walk all over us. So um, – we showed up and you see good things happen when we do. It was cold. It was kind of wet. It was a late, later Sunday start, but uh, none of that mattered, right? You guys were ready to get to play and win, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, we, I mean, we always talk about being tough, and you know, uh, doesn't matter rain, cold. You know, we're going to show up and we're going to play our, uh, we'll try to play our best baseball. Uh, Austin Knight was on the Brian Bailey show last week. They were talking about you, CJ, and he used those words, you know, toughness, grit, competitor. Uh, you know, he used those words to describe you. You know, why are you that way? Like, well, what's the, the competition level like for you uh, as a pitcher? Uh, I, I mean, for me, I, I, I take every matchup personal. Um, it's me and that guy in the box, and I, I mean, I have full confidence that I'm better better than the guy in the box and uh i was just trying to try to let that take over when you struck out that guy to end the inning did you look over at him or did i <laughs> did i see that wrong uh honestly i i couldn't tell you <laughs> <laughs> i mean are you really like so locked in at that moment sometimes you you're doing stuff you don't even realize yeah uh, I, yeah i mean i guess, I guess you'd call it tunnel vision uh, you know Good some stuff. stuff comes out of my mouth i don't I, it happens, right? Yeah, Heat of the yeah. battle. No, nah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, big week coming up this week. Uh, Duke Blue Devils, you get to play in that, that awesome ballpark, so that's good. Well, we saw you get some work. And I remember asking you last week, CJ, like about numbers, pitches thrown per week. Are you going to be used more weekend or midweek? And you said, don't care. Yeah. Whenever they give me the ball, I'm ready. <laughs> and sure enough, you threw three uh, innings last Tuesday. So who knows? Might get your number called again tomorrow. That's right. Uh, I mean, I'll be ready to go tomorrow. So if my name gets called, I'm going to go out there. Great midweek challenge against Duke. And then a big one coming up this weekend, Keith LeClaire Classic uh, with Indiana State, Michigan, and Maryland. And a uh, very special week of baseball in Greenville and a very challenging week. Some good teams rolling in here, CJ. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's always a good time playing in that uh, playing in that tournament. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's good teams coming down. But uh, right now we're kind of focused on Duke, taking it one game at a time. Uh, the clock strikes midnight, and we turn to March. So I guess is all this other stuff leaving your face, or are you, you ready for mustache March? No, yeah, yeah, it'll it'll leave, and I'll just keep the stash. You got a good so. one going. Yeah, yeah. Well, you might get curl the end over there. Yeah, it's kind of uh, long. I've done that the last two years. Okay, and made it pretty far. So all right, good deal. CJ we'll Mayhew, ready for mustache March? <laughs> uh, joining us here, and uh, what was the? Uh, I like to ask you guys, uh, and I remember last week asking you, you know, what were the talks like after the losses to Brian? Well, how about? After after a win last night, what was the message uh, from Coach Godwin and, and the coaching staff to you guys? Uh, basically, just ignoring like I mean all the noise that we're getting. Uh, good and bad, right? Yeah, good and bad, and you know just focusing. You know we're a team, so we're, we what stays uh, what we talk about usually stays in house. So I mean we're just taking it one game at a time right now, and just you know each game we go out there, we're trying to play our best. So, are you able to? Are you a social media guy? Are you able to ignore all that stuff, or do you read it? Like, what, what do you? 
I mean, I, I'm usually I usually don't get on social media much. Right. So. I usually play around with the guys' names. For you, I usually throw out. You're a country boy, yeah. Somewhat, you know. My dad used to say, "You know Hugh." You damn right. I don't know if you, <laughs> so I always go with the you know Mayhew. You, you Mayhew damn you, you damn Mayhew right is uh, usually my phrase. I go to. I try to be only positive with you guys, uh, CJ. I might have to use that. Hey, yeah, feel free, feel free. I feel like I'm not taking credit for the the Happy Gilmore uh, sledgehammer yeah. ride, but I did say to Zach, if you got that hockey stick, somebody might as well ride it. Well, now there's a sledgehammer brought into the mix. What's going on with that? <laughs> I honestly, I I thought it was just brought into the dugout, you know, kind of to make some noise. Yeah, uh, I got some good I, use yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> Jada put it to work. Yes, sir. Uh, a bomb last night to right center. <laughs> CJ, we'll let you get out of here, man. Good luck this week, and uh, appreciate you stopping by today. And we'll talk to you next week. Oh yeah, we'll see you. All right, joined by East Carolina shortstop Ryder Giles, who last week. Brian Packard was the winner of our raffle and tried to gift the tiebreakers to Ryder Giles. I, I said, you know what? Let's That's not part of his NIL deal. Let's throw it back into the pot and let another listener win. So, Ryder, sorry about that. But uh, did, I did want to let you know Brian Packard was thinking about you. Uh, he called you a message board legend, yeah. Ryder Giles, yeah. and uh, yeah, wanted you to win that tiebreakers. Yeah, that's me. Pack, I appreciate it, man. That's uh, it's very kind of you. Uh, great sense of humor on that Brian Packard. <laughs> and uh, it was great to uh, hear from him briefly on the show last week. Ryder, two and two week for the Pirates. Let's go back to last Tuesday, though, because you're coming off uh, a rough sweep to Brian. And then you go first four innings and zeros on the board, and yeah. it's like, oh, boy. Here but that fifth inning uh, kind of changed everything, maybe not just for that game before this season. You guys got rolling. You were a big part of that. How good did that particular inning feel for you and, and for this offense? Uh, I mean, like you said, we, we really didn't have anything. I think we're getting no hit through four innings. And, um, you know, C.J. Boyd actually came in the game in the fifth, drew a walk and then uh you know amac got a big hit and then things kind of started rolling so um you know it was it was a big inning for us um you know the first weekend we really never got anything going and um you know it kind of carried through the first four innings and then we uh really just made an emphasis on having team at bats and then uh you know you saw what happened after that we talked with you last week about those situations where you had runners in scoring position and you you made good contact the Mm -hmm. defense just made plays on you so when you you see the ball get to the outfield uh and have three hits in a game you know and you seem like a pretty confident guy anyway yeah but a three hit night's got to make you feel good right? yeah absolutely i don't know many people that uh (laughs) three hit night doesn't do anything for but um yeah you know i mean it feels good but um you know you just gotta trust yourself trust the approach that you got and um you know just trust that uh you know coach is going to give you the best information and um you know just go and do what you can to be competitive and you know hopefully uh hopefully you come out on top in the the end of it so Ryder, I've been around you a couple weeks now. I don't, I don't know you that well, but I think I know you well enough to <laughs> yeah. say you're pretty even keel. Yeah, and and consistent, I would say. And and how important is that when you are on this marathon season that you show up and do the work the same way every day, rather than than be so up and yeah. down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, with baseball, it's a it's a huge thing to be consistent. You know, um, we play 56 regular season games and. Um, 
you know, if you don't want to really get too high, get too low, and it's just going to be a, a roller coaster season. And, you know, it's going to be great at times whenever things are going good. And then when it's not, it's, it's going to be, you know, really tough to kind of get through. So, um, you know, just try to, try to be consistent, try to be the same guy. Um, you know, that's something that we preach a lot is, you know, just show up every day and, um, you know, and then doesn't matter who the opponent is, doesn't matter if it's practice, um, you know, kind of go about your business the same way every day. Ryder Giles, Pirate Shortstop, joining us today inside the Players' Lounge here on Pirate Radio Live. Losing the first two at Chapel Hill. By the way, you guys got to pick up Cooch a little bit, man. He's doing yeah, all he can out yeah, there. Yeah, he is, man. <laughs> God, I feel bad for him. He uh, He's out there pitching his butt off, and, you know, we just we can't get anything going for him. I, I I don't know if there's one person though that can take it. It's him, and so. and it's one of those things like some of these baseball stats aren't fair. And you could say yeah. wins and losses. Sometimes yeah. a guy doesn't deserve a win and gets it. Yep. Uh, Cooch has had two very tough luck losses so mm-hmm. far this season, but uh, it's great to see once again. We talked about it last week. That's two straight weeks of uh, of the old vet Jay Cooch Manor looking really good. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, actually told him on the bus going home from Chapel Hill. I was like, man, I don't know. That there's a better zero and two pitcher in the country. Um, <laughs> But you know, Jake. I mean, he's he just works hard every day. You know, he's he's Mister Consistent, and um, you know, it's really cool seeing him back to kind of the old form. And uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get some runs for him. And um, you know, that that was kind of the thing. You know, we went zero and two at Chapel Hill, but um, you know, the the pitching and the defense was really good. And we lost by I think three on Friday night and two on yeah. Saturday, and really. <clears throat> was kind of pathetic offensively to be honest with you so i think uh the pitching's in a great spot they've done a great job all year so um you know if we can kind of put all three phases of the game together i think we're gonna gonna start rolling and the old cliche rider you put the ball in play good things happen i think we saw that on sunday right three north carolina errors yeah also uh you were able to walk you scored two runs and and didn't get a hit on sunday so Mm -hmm. it's about putting it in play uh getting on base and, and good things happen yeah absolutely you know, just having those team at bats, kind of like they talk about, and um, you know, you're not always going to get hits. You can hit the ball hard right at people and not get a hit, and um, you know, you just put it in play. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, Hoover had four hits on Friday night and hit one ball out of the infield. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he's he just does a great job competing, and you know, you see what happens when you put it in play. If Hoover, if the ball hops three times, you're you're he's definitely on first. But yeah. even a two hopper. He's usually beating those. It's amazing. Man, I, yeah. I, I'll tell you what, Bryson looked pretty fast. Uh, who's the fastest guy on the team? It's, uh, it's pretty close between Bryson, Riley, and Hoover. Yeah. Um, you know, those those three. I'll tell you who else is kind of sneaky quick is Joey Rezik. Okay. Um, those guys can really move. Um, Bryson, I think, what was it? Maybe going first to third last night, I, I want to say. But either way, or maybe it was a stolen base. I don't know. But I was like, dude, he's he's getting it pretty good. Yeah, he's. I'd like to see him in some some football pads and a helmet. Yeah, do you guys do any, like, 40 or anything like that? Like, timing, um, we, speed? We run 60s. Okay. And he's usually, like, a 6'4", 6'5", which is really, really good. I think I was talking to Bryson about the the mission week, the things you guys do, mm-hmm. kind of leading up to the season, and he talked about how tough it is. But <laughs> and you've been through a bunch yeah. of them at this point. Yeah. Uh, could you describe that to us that aren't familiar with it? What what all that entails? Um, I don't really know how I could put it into words, and <laughs> um, it's a lot of early mornings. Um, well, 
three early mornings with mission week and then two afternoons um it's just i don't know you walk out of there and it's just you you feel like you just got ran over by a train and (laughs) you don't even know what just happened to you you got like probably four or five hours of sleep and uh I don't know. It's it's, it's tough. <laughs> I love talking to you guys about the journey, especially guys that have been around as long as you have. Because I remember Connor Norby said when he first got here, he was like, yeah, I don't know if this is for me. Like, I don't know if I could yeah. do this. And yeah. Thomas Francisco, I asked him the same thing. He said he was coached by his dad. He likes the structure. And he was like, mm-hmm. this is for me. I love yeah. it. So everybody's different in that regard. Yeah. How about you, Ryder? Like, from your first year doing all that work, so now you know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, did it get a lot easier over time for you, or you know? Well, first off, uh, Norby's soft. Just <laughs> I, I know he's going to hear this. So yeah. Norby, you're soft. Um, but uh, yeah, the the hardest part of freshman year, I think, is you know not knowing what to expect. Um, you know, after you know, a lot of people say the best thing about being a sophomore is you're not a freshman anymore, and uh, you just kind of have a better grasp for what's gonna what's coming your way, and uh, you know, kind of how to balance, you know, workouts, practice, schoolwork, um, family, all that stuff. You, you just get a better grasp as the, you know, the more you do it, so um, I wouldn't say easier, but you just have a better understanding. Uh, both you and Zach Agnos earning some web gems yesterday. Uh, I think he made his first, so you yeah. had to top him. Yeah, I did. Yep. Uh, well done there. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, you guys made it look uh, look easy out there on some tough plays up the middle. And, look, the defense wins games. Three errors for North Carolina last night. You guys uh, did not have an error last night. I know you uh, and, and Zach and the guys take a lot of pride in that. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, regardless of uh, how you're swinging the bat, you can always uh, help the team defensively. And, um, you know, Zach hasn't had the, uh, you know, the offensive start that he's wanted to, but he doesn't take that out to the field. I, I think we do a really good job of that is, um, you know, kind of flushing our bats, good or bad. And so far they haven't been great um, as a collective unit, but, um, you know, going out and making plays defensively and, and helping our pitchers as much as we can. What was the weight like? That was a, a later Saturday game, probably our Sunday game, the latest one you'll play mm-hmm. maybe outside of a regional setting. Yeah. So uh, what was that weight like? And, and, you know, you're playing on – by the way, credit to Joey Perry and the, the crew out there, yeah. right, giving yeah. you guys a great service to play on. But what was Sunday like for you coming off those two losses? Like, man, we got to get this game in. we got to win a game here. Yeah, uh, well, Joey is the man. He uh, He does a great job. Um, it, it honestly kind of felt like a midweek game. You know, you play late at yeah. night. And um, first time I've played Carolina in a weekend series. So, um, but I think it kind of started with, you know, uh, Jake Hunter going out. He had a great, uh, yeah. great first three innings. And, um, you know, unfortunately, kind of war one <laughs> from Carolina's catcher. But uh, we saw Zach in a video uh, laughing and joking about yeah. him. Uh, it's great you can <laughs> laugh after something like that. It was kind of scary until it wasn't. But yeah, uh, yeah I guess uh, I don't know. Paying his dues as a freshman, taking, yeah. a, taking a hit like yeah. That. Well, I was uh, you know kind of giving him a hard time too. And then <laughs> you know, of course, my next at bat, I get smoked in the thigh. <laughs> he he kind of gave me a smart little comment in the dugout. But yeah. um, I don't know. Um, I, I think this group's done a great job, like, uh, you know, not pressing, not freaking out. Um, you know, obviously, everyone knows that we're, we didn't want to be one and five. And, um, you know, we, we've we played some good teams. And, um, you know, we're, we just got to show up every day and, you know, hope to turn it around. And I, I think I think we're going to do it. And, um, you know, the, the belief in the clubhouse is uh, – 
is is there and um you know it's a, it's a close group so i think we're gonna be fine yeah i noticed uh Ryder when you got hit i didn't see what happened right after you got hit but on the trot down to first you were your arms were out you weren't rubbing it i guess you're supposed to wear it don't yeah. rub it is that the case there uh, that's what I've heard. I, <laughs> I really don't know. You got to make yourself look tougher than you yeah. are in those cases or whatever. Yeah. Well, if I had muscles like Bryson, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have hurt as bad. But you know. is there a mark today? Where'd you get hit? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a pretty good one. Yeah, I will, I don't know if I need to see. Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, you got a baseball in your yeah, thigh. I want to show you too much. There it is. There you go. Uh, speaking of showing, uh, I didn't realize until. I think it was the midweek game. You're uh, you got some ink on you, right? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know if that was like a armband or what. But, no, uh, no, no. Yeah, you got oh, quite a bit going there. Yeah. Let's see the. Uh, yeah. So okay, what is that? Tiger yeah. eyes. Yeah. What is this? is that signifying anything? Um, I I, w- I wish I could tell you that it did. I, okay, I don't know. it's just cool. Yeah, I just that purple yeah. eyes. Yeah, my That's mom. Cool. Yeah, my mom was. Uh, she she wasn't wild about me getting it. Um, you know, I talked about it with her for probably a year and she, uh, she wasn't wild about the thought, but she said if I did, I had to get purple eyes. So, okay. <laughs> so the compromise. Yeah. Shirley's got a cool, uh, can we see your pirate radio tattoo, Shirley? You might want to get one of these. Uh, next. Oh yeah. That's sick. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And Shirley and a lot of people say that one tattoo leads to it, eight. Yes, yes, it does. Is it that really going to happen? You think? Probably. <laughs> well, down the line. Probably. There you go. Sorry, uh, mom. Right, yeah. Well, mom. Uh, he'll get purple eyes on all his tattoos. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ryder, uh, March 1st tomorrow, you've got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So is it all coming off other than the mustache tomorrow? Um, Well, that's a good question. This is the most I've actually ever had. So maybe I can play around with some, some different things this year and uh, – you know, it's been uneven in the past, so hopefully it'll be full this year. Credit uh, to CJ. I forgot to bring up uh, because I totally forgot. So he's the defending champion is, of yes. Mustache March. He's already got a good one. Uh, says he could curl it once again. Yeah. Uh, the guys like to pick on you some about it, right? They do. Yeah. Yes, they do. It's, it's looking okay this year. Yeah. I mean, you know, when... <laughs> I don't know. They're wasting money on razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's more hanging out money That's for right. Robert Charles. That's right. All right. Got uh, the Duke Blue Devils coming up on Tuesday. Uh, always see them midweek around this time of year and uh, always have a good team. So, yep. And you get to play in a cool ballpark. Yeah, That's absolutely. Fun in Durham. So uh, what's your take on uh, Duke as we head into this one? Um, I mean, yeah, they got, they've always got a good team. You know, it's always uh, you know a good fight with them. And yeah. Um, you know that that ballpark is sweet, so it's definitely an exciting trip. Um, you know, and just I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. We're gonna we're gonna show up tomorrow, and we're gonna be ready to go, and we know they are too. So we just gotta outcompete them. And a uh, very special weekend coming up, Ryder, with the Keith LeClaire Classic. Uh, I know being around as long as you have, that means a lot to you. Yeah. And, uh, man, some great opponents this week yeah. with Indiana State, Maryland, Michigan, and everything that it means uh, for the number 23. That's always a fun weekend of baseball. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, Coach LeClaire means a lot to this place. And, um, you know, we get to wear those jerseys honoring him with the number 23. And, um, you know, it's always a, a special time seeing his kids come back and always throw out the first pitch. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's just a great way to honor him. We'll have Audrey LeClaire on the show coming up later this week. She'll join us right here on Pirate Radio Live, daughter of Keith LeClaire. All right, Ryder, we'll let you get out of here, man, and focus. Because uh, <laughs> one, uh, somebody sent me uh, a comment that said, oh, they, they go out and lose three games and then they're doing radio. They need to be focusing, like – 
Yeah. Sorry to take up 15 minutes of your day today, Ryder. Yeah. Well, you know these people know better than anyone else. That's so. true. They are. Uh, they know their stuff. So. Yeah. All right. We'll let you get back to to whatever you do uh, from four to five on Mondays, uh, Ryder. So we'll talk to you next week, bud. All, All right, man. Thank you. Joining us now inside the Pirate Radio Studios here on a Players Lounge Monday is ECU center fielder Bryson Whirl. And Bryson, uh, good to see you again. How you doing today, man? Doing good. Hope you're doing good, too. Yes, sir. I am. Thank you very much. And a good win last night over North Carolina, where we saw you in the leadoff spot, Bryson. So uh, does it change for you, uh, approach, uh, your style at bat when you're, you know, in the one hole as opposed to three, four, five? Um, Not really. I kind of have the same approach no matter where I hit, but it definitely is. It has a little extra flair to it, I guess. Um, Yeah, it's more of kind of like a mindset of just getting on base. And Cliff loves to tinker with the lineup. So, like, at what point does he tell you before a game, hey, I'm going with you, lead off tonight? Um, he doesn't really tell you. kind of just post the lineup and you go look at it. And go, <laughs> there it is. I'm in the leadoff spot. <laughs> okay. Uh, if he tells you too far in advance, you might think about it too much, yeah, right? Yeah, so, start thinking about it. Uh, your first home run of the year uh, on Friday against North Carolina. Uh, that had to feel good to see one leave the yard, yeah, right? Yeah, it did feel good. Yeah. Is it like – I remember – I think it was Ryder said last week when you were 0-3, hey, we just got to win one, and then we'll win two and three and four. Does it feel that way with home runs? Like, all right, I got my first out of the way. Now let's put together a run here. Yeah, uh, they have a saying, home run comes in bunches. So I think that's definitely a thing. Once you once you find one, and more than likely you'll start hitting more. Uh, you showed off uh, kind of all the talents this week, Bryson, because you had a uh, stolen base last night. Also made a play in center field I want to talk about. There was a runner, either on second or third, runner would have scored. There were two outs, and it was uh, kind of a line drive to center. You made the catch last night. Cliff Godwin gave you credit for reading that off the bat. Is that uh, is that a learned skill? Is that something you just have, like reading the ball off the bat? Yeah, that definitely takes – time to master um we get a lot of reps during um bp but yeah getting that read off the bat because on the low line drives like that you can't really just take off one way or another because it's you kind of have to read if it's over my head or if i have to go get it so yeah it takes it takes time to learn whether you have to stay back or be aggressive on those uh, Bryson, this will not shock you. Uh, I was not a tremendous athlete growing up. Uh, my baseball days, I was the big kid in Little League, so I would play first. I caught a little bit. Uh, and then my career ended ninth grade, high school, second baseman. Anytime I was ever put in the outfield, like my first year of Babe Ruth, I, I just felt like I was in a foreign country. Every ball that got hit, I didn't know whether to take a step in, <laughs> take a step back. I was just terrified out there. So it is one of those things that over time you said, you know, you, you can learn to do it, but it probably takes a lot of reps, right? Yeah, it definitely does. Bryson World joining us today inside the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina, coming off a two and two week. And uh, how big was it to, to salvage that series against North Carolina, get that win last night, Bryson? Uh, that was huge. I mean, we definitely don't want to get swept. Obviously, that's the worst case scenario, getting swept two weekends in a row. And I think we could use that win as momentum going forward. I mean, we have a game tomorrow against Duke, another really good opponent. And yeah, I think having that momentum going to this game is really going to help us out. Got Duke coming up on Tuesday and then a big weekend. Keith LeClaire Classic on tap uh, for the weekend. Bryson, uh, how about Carter Spivey's performance last night? It seems like you guys really fire each other up. When one guy's having a big game, that can lead to other guys having a big game. How much does that motivate you when you see a guy like Spivey uh, putting in the effort last night? Oh, that was awesome. I mean, um, he's had def- definitely had some struggles in his career. Um, it's his fourth year, and going out there and watching him perform like that was really awesome to see. Um, 
Yeah, I think I mentioned something last week about pitchers that work fast. It's easier to play behind yeah. because you're right there ready to go at all times. And he was working quick, throwing strikes, and that definitely helps the defense out too. And really, last night, seven strikeouts for him, four and a third innings. Jake Hunter got you another good start last night going three-plus. C.J. Mayhew went three innings on Tuesday against Campbell. He closed out an inning last night, and then I talked to him earlier. It's kind of important to know that, hey, if C.J. can't do it himself, you got somebody to pick him up. Last night, that was Skylar Brooks who came in and got the save. So Cliff Godwin talked about a deep bullpen going into the year, and it appears that is certainly the case for you guys. Yeah, for sure. we got to give a lot of credit to our pitching staff. I mean, um, two games, they've got two runs against Carolina. They have a really good offense, so they've definitely done a lot to keep us around in those close games. Couple of hits last night, including the big one for Jacob's Jenkins, uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward, uh, JJC last night uh, coming up big for you guys. And how about that young guy? Uh, what, what do we need to know about him, Bryce? I mean, he's awesome. I mean, he's he's always got a lot of energy. Um, he's a really good player, and he's going to give you a hundred percent no matter what. Um, back in Mission Week, we actually gave out a first ever award for the guy that like gave the most effort, I guess, during Mission Week or like showed what he has, and he got that award for. Um, yeah, just being that guy that goes out there and gives it 100% every time. And I think he plays that way, too. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, he did it on the field. He's doing it in the dugout. Who are the other guys, Bryson, that kind of keep it loose or keep the energy high in the dugout? Who's responsible for that on game day? Um, I think it's a mixture of a lot of guys. Uh, you have Josh Groves, um, Jay Coochmanner. I mean, those two guys are probably the two guys that really keep us going in the um, dugout. But we have a lot of guys that, that like to get rowdy. So Smitty was responsible for the birdhouse. Cooch Maynard kind of took over with the, uh, what do you have, a hockey stick going? I now, think, oh, yeah, we've, had, we've had a bunch of different things. Um, we had a hockey stick. Last night we had the, the sledgehammer. With Who the introduced cowboy. the sledgehammer? <laughs> I have no clue where they even got it from, to be honest. <laughs> I love that none of you guys know where the heck it came from. It just kind of showed up, and hey, let's that, that let's ride that baby. After the home run, just hand it to you. Now, Agnos, uh, that's his cowboy hat, right? Yeah, that is his hat. And uh, and so so <laughs> Wilcoxon hits the bomb last night. He rides a sledgehammer into the dugout <laughs> with a cowboy hat on. All right, whatever. Yeah, let's go. Whatever with. works. That's right. I like that you guys mix it up and have some fun with it. Uh, big win last night over North Carolina. So now the Pirates uh, will go into this week. Uh, not your first time facing Duke. Get to play at a cool ballpark on yeah. Tuesday. So that's awesome. Uh, what about facing uh, the in state Duke Blue Devils tomorrow, Bryce? Um, yeah, it's always fun playing them. Um, they always give us their best shot. I mean, they're, they're a really good team. Um, so I think it's going to be a tough all game. Um, they're always going to have good guys on the mound, and they have a good lineup. So I think it's going to be it's going to be a good one. Bryson World joining us today inside the Pirate Radio studios. We were talking about uh, the dumb antics we do here at Pirate Radio. <laughs> I am the captain of the Sugboat, uh, big Brandon Suggs guy for basketball. I have adopted. So uh, Josh Thomas said it's baseball season. Time to jump on the rider truck. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well now I got to come up with something new. So it hit me, whirl. Let's let's jump on the tilt a whirl. So Bryson, when you hit a home run, now we all uh, kind of go in circles and, awesome. and act like a fool. Was that is that okay with you? That's, that's totally fine. With you. <laughs> Bryson said, "Yeah, I, I'm not on Twitter," and I was like, "Good, because that's the kind of dumb stuff that goes on." Please stay off. Are you on any kind of social media? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and you have to uh, ignore the noise during the That's season, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So ignore ignore all of our dumb stuff. We do it to <laughs> to get interest and f- have fun with it. Uh, also, the Mack truck is a thing now with Amac. That's so, my favorite one. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun uh, with you guys and enjoying 
uh, the season thus far. Uh, so two and uh, and five, and and getting your uh, your second win of the year, moving forward. Uh, how about the Leclerc Classic for you, Bryson? Uh, what does that mean uh, that that weekend mean to you? I mean, it's basically like like ECU as a whole. I mean, it represents our culture, um, where we came from, and it's just really awesome to get out there and see Leclerc family come back um, and play for Coach Leclerc. Uh, Bryson, try to learn something new about you guys every week. Uh, and I, I didn't notice until the Tuesday game against Campbell that Ryder was all tatted up. Yeah. So how about you? You got any ink on you? <laughs> no, I do not have any tats, Okay, no, no ink. Uh, I don't think my mom would be too happy. Yeah, mama. <laughs> okay, wouldn't like that. Let's see. Um, what, uh, I don't know. Is there anything you want to share for the, uh, the audience about you that we don't know? Um... <laughs> I remember asking you like your hobbies. You really you don't do too much, right? You what fish? fish you said and play baseball. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Those are the two things. It's pretty easy life. <laughs> how's uh, how's school going for you? Uh, it's going well. I uh, started my graduate program this fall. Um, I'm doing a graduate certificate in health informatics. So that's like a year to year and a half program that I'll finish up. Um, yeah, next year. When did you get your degree? Uh, this summer, okay, or actually, I guess into the fall. Gotcha. I finished my I finished my major last summer with my internship, and this fall, I got a minor in nutrition. Awesome. All right, good stuff. Yeah, and and we were talking about your speed at a stolen base last night. Ryder said you Hoover or and now I feel bad because I can't remember the other. Riley. Yeah, Riley Johnson. Uh, fa- are you the fastest guy on the team? Um, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> I mean, hey, don't maybe be. not on the field, but I think on the like sixty time I am. Yeah, watching you uh, get a second last night was, was pretty. Uh, yeah, you got there pretty easily. I'll <laughs> say that. All right, well, uh, well, Bryson, we'll let you run, man. What's uh, what's a Monday like for you coming off a Sunday game? What's on the uh, the schedule for you guys? Uh, Monday morning, uh, make a breakfast, do some homework. We have a lift around one o'clock. Um, after lift, I normally go get some hitting into the cage go home and shower and come here with all the games you don't get a ton of practice in season right really don't yeah we normally get maybe one or two days during the week depending on how many midweek games we have do you have do you like on your own time get some swings in or anything like that yeah yeah you have to yeah uh good stuff we'll we'll let you get back to work uh there bryson thanks for joining us man good luck tomorrow and this weekend and we'll talk to you next week all right thank you all right real quick we'll get to the baseball uh with zach agnos but so I had a uh, celebrity sighting Saturday night at Sub Dogs. Zach, oh yeah, ran into Green Bay Packers running back Aaron Jones. Okay, why is he at Sub Dogs on a Saturday night? Is that Tristan Newton too? Because he is the cousin of Tristan oh, Newton. Oh really? Uh, he went to UTEP. Tristan yeah. from El Paso, right? And kind of random, but ran into him. <laughs> and uh, there's actually video that Aaron put out on one of his social media accounts where he's in Minji's. Like, let's go, T. Like, <laughs> it was pretty cool to see. That's awesome. And uh, Zach, awesome. you were telling us. I don't think we talked about it on the air much, but like when you were what in high school, I guess. Yeah. When you uh, dated a girl who lived in a neighborhood, an affluent neighborhood, around all the Redskins players. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you said you looked across the street and saw D'Angelo Hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, I think he had, like, seven or eight kids or something like that. And he had one of those big, like, 
vans that the golf team drives, like a big Mercedes van. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then he had like his sports car sitting outside. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, I'm 40 years old. I still kind of geek out when I see pro athletes oh, like yeah. that. So it was, uh, that was a pretty cool moment. So what, like, what, uh, how about celebrity sightings for you? We were talking about them a moment ago. Uh, have you ran across anybody? I have met Bryce Harper's parents. Okay. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, One degree away. Right, right. <laughs> close enough. But it was right when that uh, E60 came out about Bryce Harper and his dad and Carter Cunningham, his my best friend growing up. Um, his mom's best friend is like work is really high up in Harris Teeter. Mm-hmm. So she, and Harris Teeter is a big sponsor of the Nats. Okay. So they get tickets right behind the plate. And it came out, and I looked at Carter, and I was like, dude, I think that's Bryce Harper's parents. And he's like, dude, let's go over and introduce herself. I was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> And then next thing you know, Carter's mom just marches over. She goes, are you Bryce Harper's? Like, screams it yeah. so that everybody could hear it. And uh, <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, I ended up getting right next to them in the picture. We All right. It was very cool. <laughs> uh, are you a Nats fan? Huge Nats fan. All right, Chandler's a Nats fan. There he was uh, sad that Mr. National, uh, Ryan Zimmerman, oh, yes. uh, retired. It's one of my fa- that is my favorite player growing up. So. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of moms and celebrities, so when my dad and I went to Redskins games growing up, I don't like to approach people. In fact, the other night I went the Newton route. I was like, "Hey, Tristan, you think we can get a picture like with you and and your cousin over here?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, no problem, cool." But my mom, like, had, you know, no shame in her game, so she right. would be down there when the players park going into the stadium, and my dad and I would be up top, like sending her numbers, like that's uh, that's Daryl Green, twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. so she would do all the interactions, and we'd and then, be the middleman. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we went. I went to a Red Sox game with uh, with my family when Jake played up uh, up on Cape Cod, and we went to a Red Sox game. And their stadium's so old that like the players actually park like on the street where the fans walk. And uh, we all saw Craig Kimbrell just on his oh, phone yeah. in full. It was like 20 minutes before the game, you know, casual Agno style rolling up last minute right at the game time. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that's Craig Kimbrell. And I was like, Craig. <laughs> and then he's like on the phone. He like turned around. I was like, he just gave me the peace sign. I was like, heck Craig yeah. Craig gave me the peace. <laughs> yeah. Craig gave me the peace. All right, I was like, stuff. heck yeah. All right. So one day people will uh, call their friends and say, hey, I just met Zach Agno. She'll never believe it. And I hope so. You'll be that guy. I hope so. Uh, good win last night, Zach. Needed it. Got it. And uh, I know you're feeling good on this Monday uh, salvaging that series last night. Yeah. Um, definitely. You know, I try not to look at the weather, but yesterday or Saturday after the game, an umpire came up to me and was like, "Ah, you think we'll get it in?" I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "It's supposed to rain." I was like, "Well, you know, it's in Greenville." He's like, "Yeah, I live in Greenville." So, uh, you know, I told everybody, I said, "Listen, like, let's just take it as approach. We're playing, and if we don't, we don't. But if we're playing, we're gonna be ready, and uh, we're gonna salvage this series." And they're a good team, man. They're they're. Uh, I think they were way better than they were last year, just yeah. offensively. Um, yeah, they got some studs in the lineup. They got their their leadoff guy Vance Honeycutt. He's a stud. Um, but they're just top to bottom. They're pretty pretty solid team, and I think they'll have a really really good long season this year. Charlie, can you hit the Cliff Goblin weather uh, real quick? Because oh, he doesn't talk about. I the... don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. He does not like questions about the weather. Uh, and Zach, you said you try not to focus on it, but you are out there in the elements playing. Yeah. Uh, how about shout out to Joey Perry and the crew as oh, always? They're awesome. They yeah. really do take good care of us. And Joey, uh, he's one of my favorites. You know, even in the dugout, he'll sit in the dugout, he'll make us laugh, he'll talk, he'll joke around with us. And there's, I mean, they work harder than anybody else. I mean, 
you know, we'll be walking like today. We're walking back from lift. Guys are power washing the benches and everything in the dugouts and dragging the field, watering the field, putting turfers down, doing every, mound work. Just it's hours on hours, and it's more hours than we put in. It's 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 admirable watching them. Joey actually gave me a uh, dry willy last night. It was not a wet willy, but there was a finger in the ear <laughs> as I was doing the starting lineups. But the true pro I am didn't even look back; just kept on <laughs> just going. Kept going. And then I saw that it was Joey who did it and, uh, and moved on that's about sure. my business. That's in, that's impressive. <laughs> you got to you got to hey, look, man. You got a lot of distractions, right? Oh yeah, focus that's right on the job at hand. I uh, gave Ryder a shout out for his play in the field, trying to upstage you last night. But uh, you had a web gym of your own. Uh, those got to feel good, Zach. I know you guys take a lot of pride in uh, in what you do defensively. Yeah, yeah. Coach Palumbo's honest twenty four seven about it. We really don't take any reps off. And my mom texted me. She said, "I was watching the game. Some great plays out there." I was like, "I kind of felt routine. Like I, it's just like we do it so much that almost every like every diving play or something just feels routine at this point. Yeah. And uh, something we take pride in. And you know, it's shown the past two years um i know the covid season we had the best infield in the country fielding percentage wise and last year i think we were really high up there and defense is really important and uh it's something coach palumbo takes a lot of pride in and we do too so zach uh oh for four last night Mm -hmm. but the team gets a win yeah i mean one of those things yeah you'll get some hits tomorrow yeah yeah, (laughs) i'm not worried about it i'm not worried about it all i don't i don't focus on that stuff um you know we're gonna I'd rather I'd rather go zero for four and win than go four for four with four home runs and lose. That's the kind of guy I am, and I think that's the kind of guy everybody on our team is. Honestly, so saw the big game uh, from the young kid Jacob Jenkins Coward, mm-hmm. and I've heard this now, kind of swirling around when his name comes up. But Bryson mentioned it a moment ago. Great attitude on him, like high energy guy. Is that how you I, describe him? I mean, that dude is just like he just goes after it, like no matter what. Like coach, like. We had Chris Howell, who's been in our program. He's a Navy SEAL, really close to us. He asked questions, and we call him JC. JC answered both of the questions, and he's remember, Chris Howell's a Navy SEAL, so he's hurt a lot, and he got blown back. He's like, wow, really good answers. Like, huh. he's just that type of kid, man. He's just like, he doesn't think too much. He just goes out and just balls. Like, it's just, he's a baller. He's a gamer. You know, I, he's a freak of an athlete. He's just he's just a fun, like, contagious dude to be around. That's awesome to hear, and you got to have guys like that in the program. Great that he's getting it done on the field, but yeah. who uh, who are the, the off-the-field guys? I would probably consider you one of these guys that keeps it loose in the clubhouse, the dugout, yeah. high energy. Do you have, like, is there some guys you can count on to be that every game? Yeah, I try to be, like, on and off the field, just bringing energy. Um, Cooch Manor's a big guy with that. He's... You know, he was one who took my cowboy hat out of my locker yesterday. Um, we'll talk about that in a moment. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to get to that. Um, Josh Groves is huge. Skyler Brooks, CJ Mayhew. We got a bunch of guys who are just all bought in. Like Joey Barini, who never, I mean, not trying to knock him down, but when he first got here, never said a word. Like, I mean, he was just quiet all to himself. I yeah. mean, he is screaming, <laughs> screaming. And then J-Dub, who hasn't doesn't say much anyway just he's screaming he's doing all of this and so it's contagious it's they so learn contagious from the, yeah, that's yeah cool. it's awesome uh a moment and the the big big donkey uh pitcher from uh virginia 
is uh, is pretty popular on social oh, yeah. media now. I guess he watched the game last night because he was shouting out uh, ECU quite a bit in the win over North Carolina. But he's got a video of after Jake Hunter gets hit, and you are uh, you're laughing. Uh, what was that conversation like uh, with the kid after he gets hit with the ball there on the mound? Yeah, well, he got hit, and you know, first reaction, you're like, I was like, oh no, like yeah. we need him to pitch, right? Because he's just a stud, and uh, so you know me, I was just trying to cheer him up a little bit. So I walked up to the mound. Well, I first turned to Ryder and said something, and. Then he's like, "Go tell Jake that," and I was like, "All right, I'm, like I planned on it." And I turned to him, I said, "Jake, if you if you would have gotten out of the way, I was right behind you. I would have made that play." Yeah. And uh, he was like, he was like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know." He's like, "Sorry, I tried to get out of the way or something like that." Yeah. And Tough so, to do when the ball's coming that fast. Uh, I mean, you. it was a hundred miles an hour. And, yeah. I mean, he he showed me his bruise he's got on his left right. I don't know what butt cheek he did, but I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like three different colors just. And I was just like messing around with him today, poking it. But no, I was, I was, he followed that dude, followed me on Twitter. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Dude. Yeah. Like, sweet. <laughs> He's pretty big in the college baseball world now. Uh, Cliff Godwin and the Pirate fans love a tough team, uh, Zach. So, He's got a bruise. Uh, Ryder showed me his bruise from getting plunked mm-hmm. at the plate. So, uh, you got, uh, what do you got here? Oh, no. What's that from? That's from sli- uh, sliding. Yeah. On field or infield uh, sometimes. I would say strawberry, but that's more of a. Like a. a pomegranate. Water, a pomegranate. <laughs> well, I was thinking watermelon, but well, same Yeah, well, close to it. Uh, so, yeah, you guys have your battle scars here already early on into the season. And uh, I mentioned this with Bryson. You don't get a lot of practice time in season, right? So, part of it is perfecting your craft with ground balls and, and hitting, but also. Like the training, like that side of it, keeping your bodies right. How yeah. important is that to you? Uh, it's really important. Um, you know, I think Coach Godwin doesn't want to overwhelm us, so he doesn't have us at the field. Like today, we didn't have practice, but um, we had a lift, so he just had us up there for that hour of lifting. And so I don't think he tries to overwhelm us. And he, I mean, also as a player, like you probably learn it, but is it hard to like take? some time off like i should be doing something right now but you got to rest yeah. the body sometimes right yeah it is but you know my our lives are so consumed because we got school and everything yeah. so it's like I, you don't really take time off you're just doing a different thing very like, rarely are you doing nothing like, uh, you, you, like you don't have a yeah rarely yeah like probably after eight o'clock is when i'll just sit down i might play some Fortnite or something with some buddies but there you go so uh but no i mean it's huge taking care of your body it's something that you know, I've learned a lot about since I've been here because I played 25 games a year in high school. Right. And I come here and it's 56 <laughs> games. It's it's as many games as we play in a year in one month. And so then you go play summer ball. And then summer ball. So it's like, I mean, I bought, I got one of those deep tissue massagers. I got cupping. I got scrape. I got all of this stuff. And yeah, I mean, you got. I got access. Like my girlfriend's uh, dad, he's a chiropractor, so okay. I'll, I'll call him, ask him what like stretches I need to do to keep my back good and all that stuff. So it's awesome. Zach Agnos joining us. Duke on the schedule on Tuesday. Always a good weekend, uh, weekday matchup with the Blue Devils each and every year. Should be no different tomorrow, and you get to play uh, at the Durham Bulls Park. So that's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. It's we played there last year. Such a, such a cool place and. You know, a bunch of the fans set up at the restaurant and all that, but Duke's a good team, and yeah. you know it's exciting because uh, if we if we get a win there, I think we'll really start to get rolling. So, and it's not just cliche. You're going to come in here every week and say fill in the blanks a good team because this schedule is probably the toughest maybe ever right. for yeah. ECU. And yeah, I was scrolling through Twitter just before I got on, and I saw 
I saw like it was a list of the undefeated teams in college baseball and Maryland was on there and then the St. Mary's College from California mm-hmm. that would play is that two weeks after the LeClaire Classic or so I don't really know but uh, they're a couple weeks after in a couple weeks and they're both uh, yeah, yeah the week after the week uh, after. so yeah the they're uh, they're a good team they're undefeated and you know people might say it's only seven whatever how many games but to win seven games in a row in college baseball is a pretty tough thing to do We've seen uh, how tough it can be, uh, for sure. And then how special is it to you, uh, the LeClaire Classic coming up this weekend? First of all, great opponents again, yeah. Michigan, Maryland, Indiana State, but also uh, what it means and, and what you know it means to you guys as players. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a great cause. Uh, I've already started my mustache prep a little bit how's that going that's about five days in so okay it's gonna it's gonna be pretty solid all right. I'm, I'm gonna i'm making it to the final four this year for sure all right calling a shot yeah so uh uh but anyway it's uh it's a great cause you know and it's it's something that we look forward to because our program is built around coach leclerc not built around but he was the one who integrated the culture that we preach about he just brought so much to this program and it's just it's the, it's honestly the least we could do to honor him because he's such a such an influential man still to this day. Um, you know we read his book every year and he's meant so much to the program and so I think it's uh I think it's awesome. I think it's great for awareness and it's just it's it's a lot of fun. A lot of baseball coming up for you guys, Zach, because you've got Tuesday, you've got the weekend, and then your first five week uh, five game week mm-hmm. with a Tuesday Wednesday trip to Virginia Virginia Tech and Radford so uh, you'll be playing a lot of games oh, yeah. here coming up in the next uh, week yeah we're excited you know that just means more baseball and that's what we that's what we all love doing and we'll get uh get more excited a little more uh, gritty as we call it too mentioned uh, this to Ryder you guys got to pick up Cooch here he's had two good performances and no wins to show for I know yeah, baseball is not fair some of those stats like he should not be 0-2 but I he should, is yeah <laughs> I, I mean that's how baseball works it's yeah. like hitting like you can, yeah. hit, you can hit a rock like Bryce and I were just thinking of him his last at bat smokes the ball to center field yep. left center field he gets out but you know I, I'm a firm believer in the game will get even with you good and bad ways so like if you get a dinky hit then you're going to line out right. or if you line out you're going to get a dinky hit um, but if Cooch goes up there and keeps doing what he's doing I think uh, there'll be a lot of wins in his future because he's uh, he's been lights out so far well Lane Hoover laced one into center last night yeah. and if you didn't watch the Carolina game from Friday and just saw the box score you would assume he laced like four <laughs> yeah, I but uh, didn't get out of the infield I know that was awesome <laughs> he, and he's such a funny he's so funny about it because he walked in and he said after last night he said dang i got three hits on three balls that uh he said the distance wouldn't equip whatever i don't know what he said but it wouldn't equal what he hit that ball at. exactly and he started laughing so yeah. he's a fun dude to be around when he's uh when he's doing that little his his type of play with the bonds and just moving a baseball that's uh that's what he does and he does it well and he's got that speed i asked uh, the guys earlier the fastest guys on the team he came up riley johnson bryson Worrell. uh nobody said zach agnos yeah but you described yourself as uh was it sneaky savvy what, what kind savvy, of base running savvy savvy, savvy. Yeah. I, I can read a defense pretty well and like against bryant I'm not bragging on myself, but against Bryant, it's I, not bragging if it happened. That's, a, <laughs> that's a phrase. Right. So, but against Bryant, props to Coach Palumbo as well. Um, against Bryant, I hit the ball to right field. Ben Newton scored from second. They overthrew the cutoff man at first, so I took second base. Yeah. Like that's extra just, base. It's just extra bases, and I will say that was Coach Palumbo. But 
It's okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, Zach Agnos joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. All right, uh, Zach, what, you guys don't look ahead too much. So, like, will you go over the Duke starter tomorrow afternoon? Or, like, at what point do you look at your next opponent? Um, We will talk about the starting pitcher and get our report tomorrow morning before we hop on the bus and head over there. Just what our approach is going to be, what it's going to take. Um, you know, even, like, how their catcher is, what kind of pickoffs they run, mm-hmm. if they run like a timing pick. Um, it's so detailed, very accurate, just about everything you need to, to be successful. And it's not a lot of turnover time from when you get that to the first pitch. And Because right. I was thinking about it with uh, Spivey, Carter Spivey, great performance oh, uh, yeah. last night. Oh, yeah. But his post game, he said credit to AK, Austin Knight, and the plan. And I know you get that plan like the day of, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of a turnover time there, but uh, yeah. they do a great job letting you know about oh, the yeah. opponent. Yeah, they got we got the we got a video of the pitcher, his velocity, what pitches, how often, like percentage breakdowns, how how his ball moves, if it rides, tails, sinks, cuts, whatever. Um, pitchers are a little different because they pretty much get the same lineup every day. Yeah, but uh, AK is. Uh, very detailed and uh, i mean it's it's impressive what he does with the pitchers and just like i mean i remember skylar i was talking to my roommate i was like you guys actually hear all that before you guys go out and pitch she's like yeah i was like holy cow <laughs> it's a lot to take in yeah at the end of the day you're you're still playing baseball right though, right? right the game oh, yeah. you love so that's it all right we'll wrap it up here so last week i said we were talking about the hockey stick and I was like, you know, you couldn't ride it like Happy Gilmore style. So last night, Wilcoxon drops the bomb in the right center. There's a sledgehammer all of a sudden. Yeah. He's got your cowboy hat. My cowboy hat. And yeah. he's riding it to the dugout. Like, okay, nobody knows about this sledgehammer. Do you I have no idea. I, I When I saw the sledgehammer, I just wanted to – I don't want to – no offense. I think Virginia Tech has a great home run celebration. I don't know if you've seen it. It's where they – the guy hits a home run and he runs back and they toss him the hammer and he oh, okay. slams it. So I was like, "That's that's cool," but I you want to do your own thing, right? Yeah. I don't want to copy them. So I saw the sledgehammer in the dugout. Everybody's playing with it, and I was just like, "All right, whatever." And then I didn't even see Jada do it, but <laughs> Skyler told me he's like, "Dude, this was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen." And I was like, "Wait, that's my cowboy hat." And then Ryder tells me he goes, "I'm pretty sure someone dented it." And then I got mad because that's not a cheap hat. Yeah. And so now. Where it didn't get dented, by the way. All right. So we're safe. But I think we're gonna try. I I told everybody I think we should get a purple bedazzled cowboy hat or something like that. Wow, let's do it. The uh, purple bedazzled cowboy some, hat. Just something more funny. Yeah. Flashy, whatever. Well, what I like about you guys. So the safety dance came from Chris Holba's warm up music right. well, yeah. years ago. Right. And it just kind of stuck. And then you had the birdhouse, like the cowboy hat now. What you guys are doing is unique to East Carolina, and it's kind of organic. Like, it, you're not forcing it. Right, I, right. I like it. It just comes naturally. Like, yeah. Smitty, last year I was letting off some steam one of the first weekends, and Smitty walked in just to see if I was okay and actually just, like, looked at the birdhouse and was like oh. – just took it out. And then, <laughs> and, then we, and then we won, and then Smitty – cut his nose on it or something like that right I, yeah and so now they had they put tape on it but uh yeah I, it comes naturally um you we don't put too much thought into it but once we get something we grab a hold of it and we uh ride out through the season so and i don't think this ever went anywhere but like uh i remember 
a walk off and Bryant Packard running around with a bucket on his head, and he became think, bucket man for like a. I think it was a walk off, and then I think he did in the regional too. Because, okay, he did break it back out. Yeah, right. I think he did one time. I think it was like twice maybe because I was like, "What the heck is he doing?" And then he and then he trips over. So I was just the best are when they start for no reason and it just becomes a yeah, thing. It's you just, know? So. just happens. All right, we'll see what they break out of the dugout uh, this weekend. Although I guess does the Cowboy hat travel with the team or yeah. is that a home? Okay, yeah, it's it'll be travel. there. I should at least. It'll be in Durham uh, coming up on Tuesday. <laughs> Zach, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Thank and you. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with the ECU baseball players. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 